You are listening to the Hippie Haven podcast, where we have real-life conversations about all things hippie, from veganism to zero waste to manifesting to minimalism and everything in between. I'm your host, Callie. I'm a zero waste activist and consultant traveling the United States in a van with a mission of encouraging people to live an ethical and eco-friendly lifestyle. With this podcast, I want to show you how easy it can be to take small steps that make a big difference in saving our planet. Let's get started. This episode of the Hippie Haven podcast is brought to you by Bombay and Cedar. Bombay and Cedar is a luxury beauty and wellness lifestyle subscription box featuring vegan and cruelty-free products curated for the modern woman who lives a life inspired. You can save 10% off your monthly subscription with code HIPPIE10. That's H-I-P-P-I-E and the number 10. Visit bombayandcedar.com to order now, and as always, thanks for supporting our partners. Today we're talking about how to manifest your best life. If you have no idea what manifestation is, don't worry. My friend Katie Jones explains everything, how it worked for her, how she's helped me find my path, and how you can apply it to your own life. Katie is a meditation and manifestation coach originally from Austin, Texas, but she now splits her time between Costa Rica and Truckee, California. She did the desk job life for about a year, then quickly realized it wasn't for her, and so she began pouring all her time and energy into creating the location-independent lifestyle she truly wanted. Katie is also the host of the Wanderwell podcast, which empowers women to live their best life by sharing stories of nomadic women who already are. You can find the show notes for this episode, including a full transcript and links to everything we talk about, plus the Wanderwell podcast episode where Katie interviews me about my adventures on my website at ahippieinavan.com forward slash zero one one. All right, so Katie, what is manifestation? Manifestation is the process of establishing a goal and surrounding yourself with people and opportunities and energy that relates to that goal and sticking to that goal as a commitment. It's not just a desire. It's not just something that is wishful thinking. It's actually something you're committed to. And when you're committed to something, manifesting it is inevitable. It's just a matter of how much time it's going to take. And so manifesting is a process of thinking of a goal or idea or a ambition and making that happen through thick and thin. And how does manifestation relate to, or is it the same as the law of attraction? That's a very good question. Manifestation, I would not say is the same thing as the law of attraction. It's kind of like a square uh, circle, or sorry, square and rectangle situation where law of attraction is extremely important in manifesting and being able to tap into the law of attraction and leveraging it in your favor is important when it comes to manifesting a specific goal because we're always leveraging the law of attraction. We just don't necessarily realize that we're doing it. And so once you've learned how to leverage it to get what you ultimately truly want, then you're able to manifest. So the law of attraction is just one of the steps within manifesting. What would some of those other steps be? Yep. So in the beta course that you took, uh, Manifest Your Best Life, we went through four steps. And the first one was establishing a goal. What does your best life even look like? And through that, we did a meditation that I guided and um, we where we walked through 
what, you know, where you're standing and who you're surrounded by and what feelings do you have and all of these things. And that is allowing you to uh, really step into what it is that you want to feel within your best life and where you want to be and who you want to be surrounded with. And once you've established that goal, that's step one. Um, So that, you know, that, and I did, let's see, we did um, EARN, it's kind of the acronym that I did. And so E would be establish your goal and A is attract your opportunity. And that's the, that's the law of attraction piece. So those are, those are two examples of the steps within the course. And then remind me what were the R and the N? Yep. So the R was, um, remove your, see, this is one of the ones I went back and forth about because I remove your obstacles, remove yourself, um, because yourself, is you one are your, your biggest obstacle. You are your biggest obstacle, exactly. Um, so when I end up just deciding which one it will be, I'll, you guys will know it either way. Re- remove your obstacles, remove yourself. And so that's um, that's step three. And then the in is notice your intuition or notice your omens. Um, because those are the one, those that's what's going to guide you. That's what's going to, when you feel lost, when you feel confused, when you hit that roadblock that makes it seem like, you can't go any further. That's when you have to continuously go back to, you know, noticing what's coming up that within you, both within your emotions and within your body and within your environment that is pulling you or pushing you in a direction towards your ultimate manifestation and trusting that, learning to trust that is probably something that it should add in there as well. Definitely. So tell me more about your course, Manifest Your Best Life and what the future holds for it. Yeah, so we finished the beta course just a few weeks ago, and I've been getting feedback from those who have participated and kind of learning where I can be more supportive as an instructor and learning where the gaps were within the curriculum. And so what I'm currently doing right now, right now I'm currently on pause because I'm in transition mode. I'm transitioning from Truckee, California, where I've been all summer, to Uvita, Costa Rica, where we're going for uh, the fall and coming back to Texas for uh, the holidays. But once we get to Costa Rica, that's kind of like work, focus, crank mode because <laughs> it's going to be rainy season. We're going to, it's going to be quiet there. There's not going to be much going on. We are just going to be on, I mean, I'm excited to record rainforest sounds out there and get more meditations added to the course and both to the public library that I'm creating and to really refine the course with the feedback that I received from both you and the other participants to help make it more effective and more effective for more people so that when I actually am ready to launch with it, it's been tested to the point where people have been able to say yes more of this no less of this that kind of thing and so the refining mode is about to start come mid-october once we're all settled in costa rica and that's when i'll start to create a little bit more chatter about it again both on uh, social media platforms and i'm working on creating some um, educational youtube videos as well so all of that is stuff that I, that's currently in the works and it's going to be launching throughout october so just keep an eye out for that <laughs> the actual launch date is tbd awesome i cannot wait um, i was part of the beta course as you mentioned earlier and i loved it it definitely helped change my mindset and 
kind of focus more on a lot of my goals. So I'm really looking forward to what you come up with next. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Callie. (laughs) And so just to clarify, because I feel like it can be a little confusing for somebody with no background who's never heard of it, but what is the difference between meditating and manifesting? Mm, Yeah, that's a good question. So meditation is the process of calming your mind and everybody a lot of people hear that and they're like well my mind's never calm I'm I mean there's too much going on I, I can't focus I can't sit still and those are the exact people that need to meditate um, because what meditation does is it allows you to reconnect with who you are who you truly are who it, what it is that you want and what your true passions and desires are. And that is extremely powerful when it comes to manifesting because if you know what you truly want and you're able to always go back to that place within yourself where there is no one else's voices, there's no tasks involved, there's no fatigue or frustration or anger or sadness. It's just you in your happiest place, right? Within yourself, in your own mind, creating whatever it is that you truly desire. When you can tap into that and understand that 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 place is unique to you and only you and can show you a lot of, can reveal a lot of guidance within your manifestation journey. So I guess I, you know, you asked about the law of attraction versus manifesting and now meditation versus manifesting and both the law of attraction and meditation are tools within the manifestation journey. So when you have a meditation practice that's dedicated and you're, you know, you don't even need to meditate for that long. That's what a lot of people think and get really caught up in the need to be meditating for 30 45 minutes, an hour. I mean, I get in five, 10 minute meditations. Um, Sometimes I'll just meditate my way into a sleep at night. And, you know, that's a way to subconsciously meditate as you're drifting off into an actual restful night's sleep instead of carrying all the baggage from every single day. Because, when if you keep getting stuck in everything that's happened in the in the past or things that might happen in the future, you're detaching from the only gift that you can really tap into right now, and that's the present the present moment. And so, the present moment meditation, understanding who you are, your purpose, your inner healer, your inner guidance, all of that good stuff is waiting for you within a meditation practice. And so um, that's how it is related to manifesting, but it is not the same thing. And for people like me who feel like I can never get my brain to shut up, (laughs) what tips do you have to silence it, to calm down and to, to meditate, to get into your own head peacefully? Mm-hmm. I think the first step is to just recognize that you that that problem exists. So great, you've made you made step one. You recognize that there is a lot of chatter going on in your head, and um, shutting it up is the hardest part, right? So the next step would be to practice. I mean, it's not it's not a one time fix all thing. It is a let me sit for five minutes and just watch where my brain goes. And that 
I think a lot of people have a hard time understanding is meditation isn't to sit down and immediately get into a place where your mind is clear. Mindfulness meditation, which is what I am probably most familiar with, is the practice of just sitting there and watching where your thoughts go and sending them away one at a time. And it might be, I mean, a lot of people give the analogy of a puppy, right? Like your mind is kind of like a puppy. You don't, if it wanders off, you don't beat it. You just bring it back to where you left it and say, stay, you know, stay right there. And then the puppy's probably going to wander off again. And you're going to go and bring it back and just set it right on the spot. Stay. This is what I want you to do. Stay. And this is exactly how we train dogs. It's exactly how we should train our brain to meditate with patience and with practice. And um, I'm going to design a meditation specifically for you, Callie, because um, I think that's a question that a lot of people have is, but there's so much going on in there. And that's absolutely right. For the past, I don't know how old you are, but for the past 20 something years, your brain has been rewarded for having attention, the attention span of a pea, right? You know, it's, you get rewarded, bing, when then you get a text message and then ding, when you get an email and, you know, we're constantly being rewarded for bringing our attention to different places. And so training your brain to sit still is difficult and requires a lot of practice, but the rewards are beautiful for manifestation. Absolutely. I am such a multitasker my entire life. I'm always doing a thousand things at once. I'm thinking a thousand things at once. So um, meditating has been very difficult for me, but you have an entire um, library of guided resources. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah. So from the manifestation course that I did, um, some of the feedback that I got was more meditations. We want more meditations. And while I was creating the course, I had the desire to create more meditations based off of the conversations I was having with the course participants, because each week everyone got a one-on-one phone call with me and I was learning things about people and, um, seeing patterns arise in different people's situations and really started to notice that Um, there were some topics that could be covered in a meditation setting and not that that meditation was meant to fix anybody, but that I could create some tools that people could then use at their leisure whenever they wanted. And in addition to the course material um, to help aid with that, with the process of really understanding what the course is talking about and applying it into their lives. And so I set off onto, um, I said, okay, I'm going to put the course on hold and focus on creating more content related to the course. So that's that's what this library is. And I'm adding to it each week and we'll be adding to it so much more once I get down to Costa Rica because I'll be able to just plop my mic outside and record the rainforest and my voice and throw it up there real quick. And so I'm going to be making meditations like crazy out there. But that is a library that I plan to add to indefinitely because I can always go back to it. And I will ultimately, I really want it to be something that's interactive as well. So people are saying, Hey, this is something I'm dealing with within my meditation practice. Can you help me with that? And 
likely what that will result in is me creating a meditation that is related to that specific topic or helping them to focus on something or helping them to um, giving or just giving the, them the tools to really pick apart each thought and each wandering and each fidget and say, okay, is this necessary? Or can I just sit here and find stillness for five more minutes and get people more and more comfortable with meditation? Because what I've noticed is that a lot of people, a lot of people have started their yoga journey, right? And that's something that, um, and they've, a lot of them have started within the asana practice and that's beautiful and that's great, but that's not the only aspect of yoga that you're going to need in order to be actually doing yoga in your life. And meditation is going to be a huge aspect for that, especially as the population. I was speaking with a, um, a brand strategist the other day who was doing research on yoga retreats and he was telling me the statistics that he found about the number of people practicing yoga and how much it's expanded in the past 10 years. And I said, yeah, that's great. And he, here very soon, those people are going to be getting to the point where the asana practice is introducing them to more meditation. And so I think this library is going to be something that I want to add to continuously and continuously and continuously over the years because it's always going to be applicable for somebody in wherever they are within their journey. Yeah. And for anybody that's interested, I'll go ahead and leave a link to your guided meditations um, in the show notes. That's going to be a hippieinavan.com forward slash 011 to access those show notes, um, which will also include a full transcript of the episode. Uh, So back to manifesting, how do you start a manifestation process? Or what would your tips be for somebody who's interested in starting one? Yeah, my first tip would be to establish your goal, like I mentioned before. And I will, the the meditation that you guys did in the course was actually in connection to one of those lectures. So it's not technically a separate MP3 right now that I can put on the, the library, but what I hope to do, what I will do is create one very similar to what you guys did in the beginning of the course that is a goal setting meditation. And that would be a really awesome meditation for someone to do to start the man, the manifestation process. But before that gets added, if you're listening to this and it hasn't been added yet, then I would go ahead and say to just start writing down your goals literally write down very specifically how much money you want to make in order to meet all of your needs and desires, um, who you want, the type of person you want to be surrounded by. Maybe you can even list some names, um, but make sure that those people are really adding to your life. Um, You want to be surrounding yourself with people who are contributing to your overall manifestation goal. And if your goal is to manifest a life of happiness and joy, and there are certain people in your life who are not bringing you happiness and joy, then they don't get to belong in your best life. And that's just, that's that's a hard thing for some people to grasp onto because maybe you've been friends since elementary school, but it's extremely important to be very clear with your intentions. Because if you say, I want a life of happiness and joy, but I also want to invest in this person who is sucking all the happiness and joy out of my life, well, guess what you're not going to receive. (laughs) So set your goals, be very clear about who is in your life, what is in your life, 
you know, where you want to be, what kind of work you want to be doing that's contributing to society and also that's serving your purpose, whatever that is. It's unique to you. It is something that might not have anything to do with, with your parents' goals for yourself, for you or your grandparents' goals or your teacher's goals. It'll just be very unique to you. And it's probably something that somebody once said, there's no money in that. And guess what? There is. You just have to really love it and put everything into it and the money will come. And the beginning is the goal. The beginning is setting the goal. And so if if you haven't done that yet, if you haven't written down what your perfect partner looks like or sounds like or how they treat you, go ahead and do that. Writing down your goals is always the first step. Yeah, and more reference on the guided meditation that you were just mentioning that you had us do in the course. Um, It was focusing on exactly where you want to be one year from now, what your best life looks like. And for me, um, I think it was... I think it was maybe a 20 minute meditation or so. And for me, I just, as soon as you started talking about focusing it, where do you want to be for a year from now? It was in July that I was listening to it. And I just immediately, I could see myself the next summer, next July on the beach in California and knowing that I wanted to be working full time in eco activism, um, I remember I I remember talking to you about like, yeah, I saw a new tattoo on my leg. Like I couldn't tell what the tattoo was, but like I I got a new leg tattoo and um, who, you know, whether or not I want to be in a relationship or if I want to be focusing on myself, like these were all things that I talked about. And it is definitely something that that everybody should do. Take a second. And I even had my 12 year old sister do it. yeah, I had her write down, like, what does your best life look like one year from now? Um, it's definitely something that everyone should do. Because I've always had, like, oh, these are things that I want to do in 2018. These are things that I want to do in 2019. But I'd never really imagined what I would be like once I'd accomplished them. I'd never seen myself with those under my belt. And so that was an entirely different perspective that was so incredibly beneficial for me. Um really putting it into perspective, not just like, oh, I want to do this. Seeing myself as having already done it made it seem uh, even more accessible for me. So yeah, yeah, definitely a great place to start. Um, Now, something that you and I talked about during our one-on-one calls in the beta course was limited mindsets and feeling like feeling like I'm not good enough, feeling like what makes me think that I deserve all these great things. So what are you, what's your advice for getting past those limited mindsets, specifically feeling like you're not good enough, feeling like um, who are you to have these things? Yeah, I think one of the first questions I would ask myself if I was in that mindset is why? Why do I feel like I'm like I don't deserve these things? Is it something that I've done? Is it because I've been told that before? Is it because I grew up in a in a home that treated money or had money that didn't have money or had a lot of money? And so that makes me feel a certain way about what I deserve or how much I should have or what I actually need to survive. You know, all of these things that subconsciously play into how we feel about 
what it is that we ultimately want. You know, a lot of it is our upbringing and that's, it's uncomfortable because a lot of people don't want to talk about things that are out of their control, such as when we were a child, we didn't have control over the finances in the house. And so we were learning how to, uh, what a lifestyle looks like based off of where our parents were within their manifestation journey, which is really unfortunate because it's not fair to our parents. They were trying to figure that stuff out. You know, we are, we might have gotten to this place because of the household that we grew up in, but instead of putting fault on certain people, we need to turn back the responsibility and say, it's my response. It's my responsibility to establish myself as an, a successful adult. And I get to decide what successful looks like. And I get to decide what I'm capable of. And I get to set the limits. I'm my own obstacle. And so remembering and asking yourself, why is it that I feel like I don't deserve that? Because I've, I've definitely been to that place where it's like, nobody's going to pay me to do this. I don't, I don't have the credentials for this, but who does, you know, like who, where did that go to find somebody? Oh, this is, this is a great piece of advice that I've received before. Um, if you want to manifest something or some life or some accomplishment or some job, talk to somebody who's in that position and ask them how they got there. Because what you're going to end up finding is a path that worked and you can either follow that path or you can create your own path. But ultimately you have to do the research necessary to get to where you want to be. You need to be willing to put yourself out of your comfort zone and say, why do I feel this way? Who has done this? Can I talk to them? Are they going to tell me that, you know, what, what is it that they're figure out what they tell you and then start worrying about, and then we're, you know, go through that whole process again. Can I make this happen? Absolutely. Yes, I can. What are the steps to getting there? You know, and just keep going through, keep going back to that goal list too, because going back to that goal list will help you remember that there's a rhyme and a reason for every obstacle that you're going through. And it's because the universe is asking you, are you sure you want this? Are you sure you want this? And when you go back to that goal list and you say, oh my gosh, this sounds amazing. This is my, this is my life. This is the life that I want to create. I'm going to make it happen. My mindset is completely up to me. And these, what I just, what I just spoke through is basically like what my mind go through, goes through when I have these doubts and when I have these setbacks of I don't deserve this or I'm not good enough. And it's like, why? Money mindset for me was huge. As you well know, I when I first started a couple months ago manifesting, I wanted to be financially stable. Um, and it took me a little bit to realize that that was setting the bar really low. Um, why ask for financially stable? Why not ask for financially abundant? Because stable is great. Stable is the first step, but it shouldn't be the end goal. Stable is, okay, I can pay my bills, not have to worry about being able to cover something. But financially abundant, for example, would allow me to give back, would allow me to donate more um, and, and focus on more than just myself and my own needs. It would be able to help other people's needs. So yeah, money mindset, I think, I think affects everybody. I think there's there's a part of us that 
we just got to dream bigger and and it is possible if you can dream it like it can happen so yeah and that's that's a good point you have to remember that you get with you what you ask for and so if you ask for I just want to be okay with money. I want to be, have everything taken care of. Then that's what you're going to manifest. That's You're going to work as hard as you need to work in order to get to that point. But if you say, I want to manifest abundance so that I can share and be generous and have people come stay with me in X, Y, and Z, whatever that looks like for you, then you're going to work as hard as you need to do to get there and ask the people who, who are there how they got there instead of cutting yourself short and continuously reminding yourself like, what's the goal? What's the goal? Ask for that. What are your thoughts on using um, vision boards or bullet journaling to manifest your goals? Journaling, vision boards, meditating, um, dancing, singing, um, gardening, all these things are tools within the manifestation journey. And vision boards are extremely powerful because they help you to, well, I should back up. Vision boards are powerful because they're, and if you don't know what they are, you can go to a magazine that you really like, cut it up with pictures and words and phrases, uh, maybe get some quotes in there of what you want to man well what you want to manifest. So let's say with this retreat center I might have one that has a beautiful yoga room and some meditation pillows and a healthy f- food um, and you know a water a source of water that people can play in. I have images and quotes and that kind of thing all over this collage and that's a, a vision board and that's a really powerful because it helps you to set your sights on um, your goals and those things can change over th- over time, but I think it's I'm a huge proponent of um, mini vision boards. I guess you could call them. My phone background. Let's see, what does it currently say? I create my own cre- reality. I am in control, and it's a picture of me, and it's like on my chest. So I look at that every day, several times a day. And that helps to remind me subconsciously of my power within the manifestation journey. And vision boards serve the same purpose. Uh, Journaling serves the same purpose, especially when you can go back and look at previous journal entries and say, wow, I've manifested that. Or, you know, my priorities have changed since that. Um, I've matured so much since that. And that helps you to see the growth within your manifestation journey. So to answer your question, as far as using these tools within, um, within your, within learning to, to manifest, I think as much as you can do, as much as you're comfortable doing, the better, right? The more you can do, the better. I have um, a, a gratitude journal where I write 20 things that I'm grateful for in it every morning. And I you have this little mini vision board on the back of my phone. Some people like to have them on their fridge or, you know, anywhere. It doesn't really matter. But as long as you're looking at something that's goal oriented, it really helps to reinforce, um, reinforce what it is that you're trying to create. Kind of like how I put pictures of UVA all over my room when I was 18 years old. Similar, very, very similar. Tell me about your business Wanderwell and all that that encompasses. I have a podcast and that podcast is focused on empowering women to live their best lives by 
sharing the stories of women who already are, sharing the stories and advice from women who I admire, who are um, doing really incredible things with their lives. And um, Callie, you are one of them who's on the podcast this past season. And what I loved about the podcast is that it has exposed me to so many incredible women who have, some of them have become mentors to me. Some of them have, you know, been able to include me in some of their projects like you're doing and a lot of them have helped guide my podcasting journey and my social media growth journey and really been able to um, provide both the public through the podcasts um, and myself with guidance and inspiration and empowerment and wander well um, as as a very new business owner myself, um, I, I you know the podcast doesn't make any money. It's completely based off of what I was trying to create ultimately with my e-commerce business. Like it'd be cool to sell stuff and you know for that to be money back in my pocket, but I didn't want it to be just completely soulless. I, this, that's just not me. It was never my brand. And so that's why it ended up being, ended up being this free product with it, which is the podcast. And as I learn more and more about business, I understand that I need to walk people up a value ladder, right? So the podcast is free. And then there's something else after that, that is paid. And that's, I, that is probably going to be the meditation library. Um, once it is actually a library, my friend Katie made a comment, uh, recently where she said, yeah, it's, you know, everything looks great except the library has like a lot of books. And I was like, yeah, I need more, I need more meditation. So um, that's why I'm like hesitant to really launch it and push it right now. Um, I'm, I've gotten a few people in there and gotten some feedback from, from some of the listeners of the meditations. And so that's been really helpful. I'm all about feedback in case you haven't noticed, but um, so the Wanderwell library is kind of like the next step within that umbrella of wander well and then it's going to be courses after that and so you know anyone who is, understands any business model whether it's in an apple product or a grocery store they're walking you up a value ladder some things are more expensive some things are less expensive and then people are gradually going to be priced out depending on how much value they perceive they will receive from my offerings and so what is next for me is the meditation library in the course. That is kind of like the next few things within Wander Well. And as I, you know, I know you've changed names of your business before. And so I've gone back and forth about changing it from Wander Well because, you know, maybe I've matured out of it or it doesn't apply anymore. And every time I talk to, talk to people about it, whether it's a friend or um, a colleague or whatever, they're all like, no, keep it. It looks awesome. The logo's great. Keep it. And so that's what's, you know, that's why it's not called, it's not branded as the meditation library, which would have been better for SEO. Instead, it's branded under Wanderwell. So for now, I'm sticking with Wanderwell as the umbrella for both the podcast, the meditation library, and the courses. And We'll see where it goes from there. I'm still learning. I'm still very much learning. We're always learning. Yeah. And I love Wanderwell. I don't think you should change it myself. I think you should stick with it. No, thank you. So my final question is, what is your your best tip for manifesting your best life? 
My best tip, um, one thing that's always really helped me is, as cheesy as it sounds, is just quotes. Quotes that strike me, quotes that I resonate with, um, and it's maybe just the power of words, right? The words are so powerful, but you know, I've, I have a quote tattooed on my arm, which is she believed she could, so she did. And that's something that I put there because I knew that it would, it would always be relevant. I would always need to live by it. It is completely based on, you know, that's something that I always have to tell myself is whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. And so going back to what you asked before, which is, you know, what if the lim- the limitation, the limited mindset, that's, that's what holds us all back. And that limited mindset is something that um, anyone can break past. It's just going to require a lot of dedication and commitment to that best life. And for me, med- uh, quotes help me to get there. And I, I put quotes on the walls, obviously on my, on my body and ink and, um, on pillows, I have quotes everywhere. And so I have quotes on my, on my phone background to remember, to remember things and to remind myself that I'm powerful and I'm in control and I create my own reality and, um, things can happen to me that, I have no control over, but I can, I do have control over my reaction to them. And ultimately my happiness is in my own hands. And so these quotes, and that's what I was kind of, that's why I took such a long pause because I wasn't sure if I should, if my piece of advice should be to, um, to always remember that your happiness is in your own hands, but more broadly for more people, remember that words are super powerful Vision boards are super powerful. Images that you see are super powerful. So surround yourself with images, words, quotes that support your journey. And that is my best piece of advice for you. Perfect. Katie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. Callie, it's completely my pleasure. I'm so happy. This is my first podcast, being on someone's podcast. So I'm excited. Hey guys, Callie here. Thank you so much for listening to the Hippie Haven podcast. Your support means the world to me. If you liked this episode, please subscribe and leave a review in iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It only takes 60 seconds, but it really helps because reviews influence how easily people can find this podcast in search results. We also have an exclusive community over on Facebook. So if you want to connect with me and other like-minded people, just type Hippie Haven in the Facebook search bar and join our group. Thanks again and stay tuned every Wednesday for the next episode.